All right. Okay, you ready? You ready? Also, yeah. do we call yeah. you Casey? Casey. Uh, Master just, Wells. Master Wells. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And uh, what is your safe word? I'm not telling you. <laughs> what? Oh, you, you, no, have, you to. have to. Tell. What it's if we go too the, far? It's part of the video. We might go too far. Oh, God. I don't think you'll go too far. Great. That's your safe word? You won't go too far? Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today we have we have a guest. We have a lovely, a lovely, lovely uh, 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 fiction writer. Well, non book, yeah, erotic I, fiction, uh, amazing person. We need to. I need to figure out if this is fan fiction or regular fiction. We'll get, so we'll, we'll, we'll ask we'll her that. We'll so we'll okay. It. We have the lovely Casey Wells on with us today. Casey, do you want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to get right into the, the interviews and talking about uh, a book that was just written that we might be on the cover of. Uh, but I figured first we'd, we'd catch up and, and give everyone just the, the usual opening bits before we get into the real naughty bits. Ooh. Yeah, we got to figure out if this is naughty. We actually haven't read it yet, so true. true. But the excerpts I have are a little naughty. Oh, They're actually steamy. I should say steamy. Uh, oh well. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. see. When I hear steamy, I think of uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> and welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast. It's got a few kinks. Daddy, how have you been? It has literally been. I think this is two weeks now or maybe this is three weeks that you weren't on the podcast yeah we you, had guests you weren't feeling great how are you doing i'm doing much better now I, I i had some sort of respiratory illness wasn't covid got tested like thank a god. million times for freaking covid thank god um but it was i i had i had coughing fits constantly and it was making me feel run down and so this not is not like your normal fits just a, a cough. no just a, yeah, a daddy yeah. coughing fit <laughs> And so I just I wasn't feeling great, oh. and I haven't had a cigar in six weeks, so I'm extra cranky because I can't. This is the first week I've been able to would, deep breath. Would that be considered withdrawal? <laughs> kind of. I, oh. I think I had a cigar withdrawal. It was not good. Oh, you poor thing. I know, you right? Oh I, my god. I, I, honestly, I'm I'm glad to see you're feeling better though. Yeah, because he, apparently when I get sick, he just cuts me out of the show. You know, I you do start not. booking gas. You start oh doing it. Do everything. you remember? Do you even need daddy? The last stream we did with you, where you were coughing and you just sounded so in so much pain. <laughs> no, 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 no coughing into the microphone. <laughs> But um, while we were while while you were on your hiatus, your break, your vacation, see, Daddy does get vacations. It wasn't a vacation. <laughs> I was sick. Oh wait, wait. Daddy, 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 Sometimes. Well. <laughs> so, Daddy, what were you doing during your your lovely vacation time off? Wait, is it, are you doing this tea or me? Oh, I was just, I, I'm offering you oh. options of tea. What would you like from the tea menu? <laughs> Dory Alley, um, slaves well, visiting, so here's, um, here's my puppies. dad tea this week. Okay. Because, so we have, you know, everyone has been opening things up again. There's been events right and left. And, you know, at first it was great because you got to see all your friends were vaccinated. So we felt safe and da, 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 da. But then the numbers started coming in and people that were vaccinated started getting COVID. And then we, I was already sick. So I was like, does this mean I, ha I have to just go underground again? So that's, that's where we keep him when he's on hiatus. Underground. Yeah, underground <laughs> in the daddy dungeon. <laughs> 
And so, but we said, no, you know what? We'll, we will not do indoor events. And this is just a personal thing between me and the pup. We won't do indoor events. We will do only outdoor events, but we will stay masked during them. So we did an indoor event. Indoor. (laughs) Oh my God. <laughs> that is awful. Well, I love an audience. I can just, I can just hear Casey like laughing. Casey's like chuckling and trying not to laugh into the microphone. Try not to laugh, challenge. So Casey, here's go. The, here's the thing. So when you do that, you look like the odd man out, right? Because yeah. we're the only ones masked at a fair, at a street fair, and we went to Lazy Bear last weekend, and we stayed masked at pool parties and stuff so my my daddy and everyone was respectful of that which is good because everyone has to have their own safety measures for themselves and like i said i was being extra cautious because i've been six for six weeks and a i didn't even though it wasn't contagious i didn't want to get anyone else sick a or, long prime for the dad tea i can't wait for oh so my dad tea is we're sitting by the <laughs> pool right we're the only ones masked and each of our friends would come up and try to give us big hugs and kisses. And I'm like, no, there's a reason we have a freaking mask on. Please don't come up and breathe right in our faces. <laughs> that is exact. So all I'm asking, if you see someone with a mask, give them space. Don't shame them for it, but give them a little breathing room and space. It's probably because they don't want to get sick again. Anyway, that's my dad to you. Daddy. Wow, that was the oh my god! I heard that. I heard that cough. I know. Do you have to go back I'm, underground? I get. I, I I still cough when I get very excitable, uh, which is or always. you make me laugh a lot, which which is never. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, okay. Well, so I agree with you there. Okay. Um. But also, my experience at Dory and Lazy Bear, people that didn't know us stayed far away from us because they thought we were sick and i'm actually okay with that if they if they think that we're sick they're not going to come close or yeah, cough on us and- i did feel like a leper at times because everyone else is like hugging on each other and dancing and stuff and we're on the dance floor but kind of keeping some space and distance and so people are kind of looking at us like maybe we did look unapproachable because we had masks on but i had i had instagram comments from some of the posts that we posted on like stories and whatnot Mm. people being like oh my god thank you for wearing a mask and making that at least a normal thing you can still do and i was like oh well i didn't even think we were doing that but oh yeah and and oh oh, there's more tea ready for a double shot this isn't tea oh okay this is thank god we did because every one of our friends around us got sick spoiler (laughs) alert slash pointer for everyone we were hanging with got not everyone well i mean pretty close a good Come number on. of people though and we all we did was kind of like air hug yeah didn't get too close and it wasn't that we didn't trust our friends but we knew that they were going to parties without masks right. and spoiler alert we're not sick after two events where we masked the entire time yeah so so masks do work that's what i'm gonna what? say science I mean, what masks do work <laughs> and it's still okay to wear them agreed because this thing ain't over yet yeah i mean it's great everyone's vaccinated the pandemic says no, it just means you're not gonna end up in the hospital but who wants to fucking get sick not me yeah so and and you know what after a while you are you amaze me because you put that mask on you don't ever take it off even inside with just the two of us and i don't know if that's because you forget that it's on yes but you're so comfortable but also i just really don't mind not having to emote to people (laughs) like i don't mind yelling through the mask to get my point across but my favorite part is 
especially at the, the party that we went to, was wearing sunglasses, like aviators, you know, with, oh. with, with no, you can't see my eyes or my eyebrows and a mask because I could just be smiling or cackling or giggling or just making the most perturbed face. You didn't know. Yeah, and just so you know, his resting face is perturbed. So what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Huh? But huh? yeah, you're right because there were several very close friends we had that I'd say hi to and I'd forget. I have like a mask on, sunglasses and a hat. And they yeah. like look like, who who are you? And I, I would great. have to remove my mask. I for like a being and incognito. Like, oh. No, I like being incognito personally. Incognito. Um, but that was that was some topical good tea. Good job, Daddy. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Cheers. Five stars. Okay. Um, but we also did the Dory, as you said, and I we feel did, like which is not called Dory this year. They rebranded well, it. it. I'm not quite and, sure why because why they anymore. have rebranded this event so many times, and it's so oh, confusing because oh, you don't know what to we're, call. We're gonna we're gonna do a Dory episode, I think, next week. Okay. Um, but, but it's been Dory. Just, it's been up your alley, and now it's like Folsom Street Market. I don't, I don't mind something up my alley, but. but yeah. So anyway, so this they've renamed this thing several times. But we had a great time at it. We did. Yeah. Um, we had, and I think the other reason we didn't get sick is beyond just staying in outdoor spaces for events. Um, we had, we had, we kind of did our own like mini orgies, you know? Well, we had our own little pod. This was, yeah, you, we you, had a pod orgy. You brought a sub in and I brought a sub in and then we um, had just a subway. It's like a Tide Pod, <laughs> but, but sexier. We had a sub four way. Oh my God. <laughs> With extra meat. We kept Ooh. our pod. We kept our dory in our house. How's that? And then we went out to we went out to flagging in the park, which is always True. a fun event. Oh, that sound effect was out of place, and, but also <laughs> very appropriate. Um, but we had we each had our kind of our own little like house. We, our, we our own playthings. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to call them playthings, although they might enjoy that. I think they um, like that. But you had a puppy. I had a boy, and. It was nice because they, they got along. They got along with each other. They cleaned both houses. They did. Subs be praised. Oh, oh, this is where our podcast about being a good house guest oh really my God. Oh my fucking God. paid off. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because they no, both no. listened to I it. I know, I know. Let's save that, though, for the, the podcast episode about Dory. Okay. But I think that's a good teaser, though, because the reactions from that were actually very Oh, priceless. my God. They were the best house guests. <laughs> anyway, we went to a beach and, and tied a boy in the sand. We had a, a hypno, shared hypno experiences, which I'll oh, get into. Can't wait to hear that one. We oh, it's hilarious! Literally guffawing. Uh, oh, I got a new uh, spare bedroom put in my room for save it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. Wait, wait for the puppy. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. Okay, okay. But um, that that that's kind of our, our life updates. We're doing well. Are you um, having puppy envy? Not at all. I don't want to be cagey, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you even made Casey groan. <laughs> I love a good groan. Speaking of groaning, yes. <laughs> so. That's that's kind of the primer, the teaser for I guess the next ep episode about mm -hmm. uh, about Dory. Mm -hmm. But uh, in, in the meantime, what, would you say Dory was out of this world, Daddy? Out of this world, it, it was a new horizon. Yes, with new fantastic points of view. Yes, <laughs> because today's sponsor, one of our sponsors, is Manscaped. As I show the wrong side of the box, <laughs> Manscaped with their perfect performance package and they are celebrating space this this month it is the no, it's space month month of space yes and we used it during dory alley for a live show oh, that's true and it was perfect because on the dark stage it has a flashlight <laughs> and so as they were shaving pup tear it like showed out case his nipples as they were shaving all the fur off and the crowd loved oh, it oh. Mm. we'll give it more detailed so um, you can use this in a dark bar we it. have tested it uh -huh. it works 
It's true. Factual. Or you can use it in space, 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 space. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do you have a pew problem? Casey, do you have a, oh, I don't, I don't think that's appropriate to ask. Daddy, do you have a pew problem? <laughs> I don't think our guests feel oh, alienated. I can't wait to ask Casey. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I don't want our guests to be alienated. Oh, space, God. space. Anyway, <laughs> if so, um, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff. Daddy, are you clear for takeoff? I'm, Have you assumed the position? I think I am now. Bend over. It's been six weeks and I'm wearing a mask, so <laughs> I am clear. <laughs> Kick your pubes to the next planet with today's sponsor, Manscaped, using offer code WATTS20. Um, and whether you're in the dungeon or just in the bedroom or in your shower, uh, the perfect performance package, which includes the new Lawnmower 4.0, is amazing. Amazing. Oh, some might say amaze balls. Um, Oh, no, nobody says that anymore. No. Did you not uh, get that? Hello, Manscaped? Oh, Amaze Balls is great? Oh, okay, thank okay, you, okay. thank you. <laughs> so we've we've had Manscaped on the podcast, on the show. We love Manscaped to bits, literally, because mm, they protect they, our bits. They do the naughty bits. And their fourth generation trimmer, which is, again, the Lawnmower 4.0, is brand new. And we have the 3.0 because we've had Manscaped for forever. And the 4.0 is a new experience. It takes you to outer space, quite literally. <laughs> So, if you're ready for the 4.0, it has 7,000 RPMs. It has a new multifunction on-off. So, when you're traveling, it'll never go off, and you, they won't think it's a vibrator in your bag, which has definitely not happened to us a number of times. <laughs> it's also waterproof. And when it comes in the perfect performance package, you get the ball preservers, um, which is or the crop preserver, which is like a deodorant for your balls. Mm, which and, I need. Well, we have some. I have a crop. sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Uh, oh, uh, don't. Hello, Manscaped. Sweaty balls is not hot. Okay, thanks. Never say sweaty balls again like that, please. You're welcome. This package, though, will take your sex and your genitals to the next level. Space, space, space. Abort. Okay, this is actually from the, the Manscaped read. Abort hairy balls and buzz light years that... <laughs> Oh my God. Exist around your Woody with Manscaped. Wait, isn't that trademarked? <laughs> or if you want, with your nose, the Weed Whacker, which you love because I it love gets the Weed Whacker there. because it whacks around my um, septum. Yeah, piercing. 360. Easy. And it's, it, again, all the blades that they have are super safe for your balls or whatever genitals you got down there for all your hair. We absolutely use it and we, we love Manscaped. So thank you again, Manscaped, for sponsoring today and uh, get 20% off free shipping with code what, Daddy? Watts 20. Watts 20. Lots 20. There you go. <laughs> Manscaped.com. So again, 20% off, free shipping, and your space balls will thank you. What are space balls? Uh, A great movie. That's what that is. <laughs> okay. This feels like a good time, though, to quickly, 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 quickly. Today's episode is about fiction, whether it's fan fiction, erotic fiction, fiction that we might be a part of. Daddy, hold up the books. Hold up the books for our Patreon people. Ooh, Ooh, wait! Adrian's gonna see this. Oh, don't no! Don't make the books kiss. The don't, books don't. are making love. Oh, I don't know what the books. Oh are my doing. god! I'm making love to myself right now. Well, oh no! I'm kissing you. Oh no! No, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done an episode on on fiction, um, and fan fiction, fan and fiction. erotic fiction. Yeah. And so, like, we have a we have, we have, we are learned we are learned on the topic, Daddy. What is fiction? What is fan fiction and erotic fiction? Do you remember? Oh, is this, this a is test? This is a test. This I, is a test. Did I, you take I, notes in I'm your Casey it. Wells notebook? Oh. So, so fiction <laughs> is is make believe stories, right? 
Yeah, kind of. Well, it can be, or it can be derivative of actual stories, or it can be like fan fiction, which is like, you know, when you get Harry Potter and Drake, Draco Malfoy outside of canon and okay, like having lost fun. here. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Sorry. I think <laughs> you're doing Harry, the, po- Harry uh, Potter. Here. Harry Potter needs a manscaped. But, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> some hairy balls. But it's not always pornographic, um, but it can be, you know, so it's derivative. And so sometimes it's like a fan fiction and be- it becomes derivative, but also gains its own legs. So like, for instance, Fifty Shades of Grey started as a Twilight fan fiction. Mm. Did you know that, Casey? I'm sure you I did. did. Oh, okay. Um, I, I bet Casey knows way more about this than us. I know, I know. And <laughs> that's why I'm so excited to have Casey on today. Um, but Casey Wells is our guest today, which I think now is a great time to bring him in now that we've primed everybody. Casey, say hello again. Hello again. <laughs> so, and Casey, where are you shouting out from? The Isle of Wight. The Isle of Wight. Is that, that sounds like fiction right there. Uh, well, <laughs> England, correct? <laughs> It's about as far south in England as you can go. It's a little, it's a little island off the south coast. Oh. oh, so you might have met Harry and his balls. No. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> However, um, a couple of years ago, there was this big thing all over the paper because two young people stopped um, in one of our towns on the south coast to ask the way to somewhere. Rob Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Oh. <gasps> Oh, really? Oh, oh. good callback. They, they, were in, they were in Twilight. <laughs> no, I got that part. I'm sure. I'm hip. I'm totally Oh, hip. well, that's yeah. de- de- debatable. <laughs> um, but the actual like history of, of fiction and, and fan fiction specifically actually is, is derived from, did you know, uh, Star Trek and Trek conventions? Because they had zines where the first kind of fan fiction with characters was included. Hmm. And I think some of it was canon, some of it wasn't. But like... So, Casey, I'm curious, just to start out, first of all, we should probably introduce who Casey is. We haven't really gone into it. Yeah, very. I'm waiting for you. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Well, Daddy, why don't you go ahead? Casey Wills is an amazing writer who does a ton of fiction, mainly gay characters, correct, Casey? All um, gay and characters. How long have you been writing for? Since 2012. Yeah. Oh, so That's when I started. So you're going on a decade now. Yeah, almost. I'm up to my ninth publiversary in November. That is Aww. amazing. Okay, Congratulations. And how many books have you done? Um, offhand, somewhere between 70 and 75. Jesus oh, wow. Christ. <laughs> I can't even. So I was the college student who like put off doing a paper because I hate writing. I don't think I'm a good writer. I, it, it. It is painful for me to write anything. The puppy's always asking me to do notes, and I watch him like, like pound out. So he writes an it on a piece of paper. So I write mine down on a piece later. of paper. Into the, so it amazes me anyone who can write and write well. And your writing is just amazing. I'll, I'll tell you a secret. <gasps> when I first had the idea to write, which was back in 2011, mm-hmm. I kicked the idea around for a year. And when I actually started writing in the February of 2012, um, I was going to write a novella and it was going to be about, say, 35, 40,000 words. And I planned out my 13 chapters and five and a half weeks later, I had 78,000 words. Oh, wow. <laughs> so oh. it just flows out of you. Are oh, you... it poured out of me. <laughs> do you dictate oh. into something or do you type that all out? I 
now I kind of do a mixture of both. Okay. If I'm doing a lot of dialogue, I'll dictate it because I can get a lot down fast and then I just hone it. Mm. That's actually, that's something interesting. Um, I was talking to some friends who do fiction or erotic fiction. So it's, it's not even fan fiction, but just like sexy stories because I like, I don't watch porn as much as I think I read fiction or erotic fiction or even fan fiction on occasion if I'm feeling into it. Um, yeah. And I learned that because I, they asked me to write something for them and I don't think I'm amazing at writing, but then they're like, well, did you type it out? Did you dictate it? I didn't even think about voice dictation for writing to begin with. You said dictate. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but Casey, um, I, beyond like tips and tricks that I'm sure you'll share today, I just want to emphasize that like anytime we post about or share your stories, even if daddy's not on the cover of it, which seems to be a very... Uh, uh, recurring thing as we look at a few. <laughs> I'm on two of those 70 covers. <laughs> People are always very excited to see your work because they know who you are. They're mm -hmm. familiar with you. Um, you're just very well known in the, the the gay porn scene, I guess. Would that be accurate? I have a few friends who happen to be gay porn stars. <laughs> that's, oh, that's true. And that's how we met, actually. In through Dirk Caber. That's how we yeah. met. Mm -hmm. So, and so what, what it... So, correct me if I'm wrong. I used to say that, and this was very narrow-minded of me at the time, I used to say men watched porn, but women got their porn through reading because they used their minds more and visualize. Is that at all accurate? Because no. the Harlequin <laughs> romance novels I used to see as a kid in the shopping aisles my mother would always pick up with Fabio on the cover and stuff. That never appealed to me, so I just said, "Oh, men don't like that. <laughs> that must be a woman thing." So, what is what is your audience? Do you think what it, demographically? I would say mostly women, um, maybe three quarters over the age of, oh, I don't know, in 30, 30 upwards. Okay, mostly. That yeah. makes sense. That, that, when I, that when I first started writing, I naively thought my audience would be gay men, mm. which just shows how much I know. Well, and, and we have a huge crossover in our audience as well, which has surprised me because I thought we would only have a gay audience as well. Um, but, like, statistically, women are much more about erotica. Like, they're, the right. actual studies around So porn, that's what I thought. That makes sense. And like our audience did start out, it was like a 70-30 split with more men as the audience forever go on YouTube. But as we became more visible and people actually were able to find us, now it's very much, I think it aims a little heavier on the, the women's scale. Not hmm. to leave their, our non-binary or gender non-conforming people out, but Google doesn't take them into account. So yeah, insert yeah. shade rattle there. But um, what inspires you then? Like, does your audience inspire you? Do, do you like, sorry, to not to step oh, on your toes. No, that was going to be my question. Everything. Seriously, everything. I, I can be walking down the street into the village and have an idea for a book. Um, I, um, one of my, one of my best friends is in the, the gay porn industry. And I vividly remember Skyping with him once and saying, you had to do that, didn't you? And he says, what? I said, I watched your latest scene, and <laughs> even before the sex started, I had an idea for a book. Ah, so for from the yeah. setup of the the scene, you got yeah, you got an setup, idea. Got yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you watch a lot of gay porn to get your ideas? I do. Or just the trailers I, I, and setups. <laughs> I, I have. I have. 
preferences oh. like there are some sites i don't get, go to because all it is is just nothing but pound town and that doesn't interest me i want to see some emotion it's nothing uh, so but have, sorry what was that pantone pound town pound town pound town i was like pantones they're doing pink porn what? no pound town <laughs> i got it i understand you thank you apologies so, yeah okay um, I, I tend to watch things that have emotion things that might have a story mm. and i and i have and here's the really weird thing. I find when I'm watching porn, what I'm watching for is how do I convey that look? How do I convey that sound? How can I capture what I'm seeing in words? I I understand the motion and idea that you're conveying. I don't know. What is the word for that? Like being able to capture a moment or is there a word for that? Because that's what I try to do with editing too is like try to get inside the mind of a person that doesn't know what you're talking about. And it convey an idea or an emotion or, yeah. and that's just so like writing in that regard is I, I find a fascinating skill because I, I just don't have that brain for it. So <clears throat> I have a question. Okay. Because you're uh -oh. married to a man, right? You go. Yes. So what was his first reaction when you started watching all this gay porn for inspiration? <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh -oh. Did he think uh -oh. you were off your rocker? <laughs> yeah. And also, how do you identify, actually, as you answer that question? She. Okay. Yeah. But, but you're straight. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, but did did he ease up when she started becoming so successful at this? Okay, you know I told you I wrote my first book in five and a half weeks. Uh huh. He didn't know I was writing. Oh, so oh. what do you think you were doing? I don't know. I just didn't tell him. <laughs> sure. And then six and a half weeks later, I got a contract in an email. So I had to say, um, "Can we sit down and have a talk?" And I said, "Um." I wrote a book. Oh, what kind of book? <laughs> he didn't talk to me for a week. He didn't talk to you for a week? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, not but, but about, uh, see, how many months later? Uh, not long after that, um, things changed. I'm not going to go into details because... Sure. Yeah, I yeah, started, no, we're, we're not I prying too deep it here. Wasn't, it, it wasn't a good time. Okay. Sure. I started writing because it wasn't a good time in my life. And things went from bad to worse. And um, I stopped uh, my career. I was a teacher. And I went to writing full time. And he did a 180. And he's incredibly supportive. Oh. And he'll come home at night and say, How many words have you written today? Oh, that's great. Uh -huh. So wow. that is that's really really good. So and then so that's made things better at home and and yeah. helps your writing and you feel good about what the you're doing. The room I am sitting in, he put together for me. Oh, that's sweet. And Same. There's lots of books there. Lots of books, shelves, you name it. He he put me, he put um, a desk together. He put everything for me. Okay, um, we love supportive so. partners. So now the book that, so, and you just wrote this book, Princely Submission, right? Um, and you asked Amp and I to be on the cover of it. And we, we went through several rounds of taking the picture, but ultimately your vision was done. <laughs> so that was good. 
So were the characters in this book based off of us or is it just the cover model? Oh, that, and, that's my and Casey oh. has stopped looking at us <laughs> and avoiding eye contact. Answer the question, and, Claire. <laughs> okay. Um, if I tell you that I might have a subscription to somebody's fan site and I might have been watching you and I might have been watching you and a few other things, so yes, you were definitely an inspiration. She's talking about you, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think that's true. <laughs> um, well, so, like, how, how often... Because I'm curious. When you when you talk about, like, fiction of any kind or, like, fan fiction, I know there's a lot of ethics involved. Like, even the One Direction... And I only know this because it was trending at one point. One Direction, like, fans are a little uh, excessive. And, like, I think the, the actual fan fiction that people were doing of One Direction at one point actually was causing harm to the band's members and, and the way that they were able to interact because they would just get nonstop, like, tagged in these probably very well-meaning, sexy uh, fan fiction. Like, how do you... Because I know you asked us, and we were like, absolutely, we, we, we are honored to be used as examples, but do you always use real people? Or how often... Like, how do you balance that? And ethically, like, being respectful. I was writing um, a book about uh, a guy who basically um, avoided relationships for a huge chunk of his life, and it was based on a friend. And I actually said to him, am I okay to do this? Am I okay to tell your story? And he said, yes. Okay. So if I'm going to do that, I ask first. Consent. And if someone says, I'm not okay with that, that's fine. That well, yeah, but, yeah. That that's just that's good consent in in anyone's book there. So it's nice to yeah. see that that still comes across there. Um, but do you do you also find any inspiration from or do you do you ever write people that aren't actual characters in your life or you don't have some sort of like how does that inspiration come about? Like where do you get your ideas for stories? Like I said, everywhere. Um, <sighs> My characters, most of the time, my characters are fictional. Um, okay. um, a story I wrote um, this year for the beginning of the series was about um, a man who, he, he did what a lot of gay men did. He got married, he had kids, mm. because that was what you did, and then decided, you know what, I can't live a lie anymore, and came out to his wife they got divorced his kids had to deal with it um and that was based on a friend mm. and um that happens sometimes but most of the time my my characters are purely fictional and there are bits in them of all kinds of people including me ah. so you do you ever use it sorry Diane, not to like take the take the the reins um but do you ever use it as a form of maybe speaking out how you're feeling or even activism? Because that's a, that's a heavy topic coming out to your, your, your wife if you're gay and you've had marriage. Like, do you ever use that to your advantage in that way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I've, I decided to write about um, sex and disability. Oh, okay. So I so I wrote a book about um, a guy who was a paraplegic. Oh. And a lot of that was the kind of reactions that he gets from people 
when they meet him and that was based on real life experiences okay. I've, I did an awful lot of research for that um, I've done books where one of the main characters was bullied and dealing with bullies and confronting the bully and growing up with it mm. um, all kinds of things like that I, well I, I love that though uh, I mean those are so stigmatized in our culture to talk about say bullying or, or even disabilities and and using uh -oh. people with the actual backgrounds for example and reference is not only important but should be how we usually cover topics like that because as two white guys we can't cover every every important topic but we can absolutely use research and, and evidence and people that we know that have those lived experiences to make sure that we're doing right by all of those communities I've kind of gone out on a limb at the moment because I've got a book coming out in a week and um, it's kind of a heavy topic oh. for a lot of gay men. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to say what it is because that would that would be spoilers. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So you're just going to tease us with that. Okay. Well, then can you talk about this book that just came out, <laughs> Princely Submission? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, what is, what is the book about? princely submission because spoiler alert we haven't read it yet but you did send us some juicy excerpts from it which we're gonna read oh, yeah. in a bit um, yeah. okay it's about um an eastern european prince mm -hmm. whose parents are going to the states so this for is a me i'm the eastern european long prince. visit I'm, that, that, I'm the prince. No, you're not the <laughs> prince. <laughs> no. Do you look? Do, do, do. I look very princely. What are you talking um, about? You look kingly, maybe. King. Oh, yeah. good yeah. save. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so prince, European prince, going yeah, to his parents' house. Yeah. I'm, I'm the he's prince. Going, he's going with his parents on a trip to uh, the states, mm -hmm. and this guy is—he's been getting away with murder. Oh, and that sounds accurate. I haven't killed anyone. This is allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, his, his father, the king, decides he needs a keeper. He needs a bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. He does. The only problem is that the prince has wound all his security team around his little finger. Uh -huh. So he decides to employ a team from the states, and he brings over Stuart Whitmore. Oh, I'm to Stuart. Meet that's Stuart, Stuart. He brings up a Stuart to meet his son, and they don't get on oh, at all. We don't get along. Oh, not. Is that because, because the prince is a brat? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I bet you. I bet you Stuart's a brat. That honestly. tracks. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. This tracks. No, I, I, um, I'm liking this book. I can't wait to read this book. <laughs> okay. So, I, I, and is the prince's name Jordan? Jordan. Okay. Hmm. So, can I read a little excerpt from this book? Go I don't on. know. Can I'm, you? I'm actually, okay. I'm actually waiting with bated breath to see which one you oh. picked. Well, I, I, I got the the one that you said I inspired. So, so of course, I, I made it about me as, you as soon as two of them actually. Okay. So wait, was that enough priming of, of what the book's about though? Do we is that I think is there so. any other juicy details? You're to a brat. I think that's what the, no, that's no, what no, I no, heard. No, the, if I if if I tell you that the day they met. Uh, and Jordan says, and what if I don't do what you tell me? Uh 
Stuart tells him, then like all children who misbehave, you will go over my knee. Ooh, I like Stuart. No, yeah, I don't know this, this is, is really based good. in this real fact this anymore. This feels like this feels like uh, slander. No. <laughs> no, Casey, I think you I think you nailed it. Okay. So we have some expert excerpts here. Not to okay. not to move it along. We have some excerpts here from Casey's new book, Princely mm. Submission, mm-hmm. that we have not we, again we have not read it yet. We haven't read these excerpts yet, so we're gonna do our best uh reading of this not fan fiction, but uh, but inspired fiction. So just imagine the story of, of uh, Jordan and Stuart. You do look like a Stuart, by Thank the way. You. You, yes. Thank you. Um, as as we go through this, Daddy, are you reading all of it or should I'm I? I'm just reading read this parts? one passage. Okay. You ready? Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. Jordan didn't think Stuart would react positively to the idea of spending the day in bed, teaching him how to pleasure a man. Oh. One man in particular. He knew of one surefire way to get Stuart's attention, however. Maybe there is one activity I have missed during the last few days. His heart raced and his breathing quickened. And what's that? Jordan grinned, poking, Jordan grinned, poking the bear. He jabbed, jabbed at Stuart's chest with his fingers. There, I poked him. <laughs> I'm currently poking? Yeah, that's not working. Stuart narrowed his gaze. Don't do that. <laughs> Why not? He did it again. Because I don't like it. Really? Poke. Am I being annoying? Poke. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> the note of warning in Stuart's voice sent his heartbeat into overdrive. At least you didn't say your highness. Poke. <laughs> Stuart grabbed his hand. Do that again and you know where it will lead. His skin grew hot and something f- fluttered in his chest. Warmth spread outward from his groin. And what if, what if I wanted to lead in that direction? That's you. Ah. <gasps> Wait, is that what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. Oh, okay. <clears throat> that, that's what you were thinking. Oh, oh, ooh. Jordan asked to be spanked. N- um, I, well, ooh. But also, <laughs> uh, but also, ah. Uh, but, but also, yeah, you gasp. poking the bear, that is definitely you. And, uh, and very bratty behavior, I might well, say. Well, I, um, uh, I feel certain, <laughs> no. Ooh, it sounds, so- it definitely sounds bratty. Um, for lack of a better term, but you know, I bet Jordan has a reason for for poking the bear. I can't imagine what 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 that might be, as I continue to poke the bear. Oh, always oh, glaring. <laughs> he stopped. What do you need? Jordan reached back through and grabbed his briefs and shimmied them over his hips, revealing his bare ass and Stuart's <gasps> breathing hitch. Jordan, I can't do this. Jordan twisted again to look him in the eye. But you want to, don't you? I can feel it. And I want you to. You have no idea how much I want you to. Please, Stuart, I need to feel your hand on me. He tilted his ass and reached under him, pushing his solid cock into view. He tugged on it. Please, don't leave me like this. I am so hard. (laughs) I'm liking this. I'm getting hard just reading it. Uh (laughs) So, and it just gets better and better from there <laughs> oh is that where you're gonna leave people on that excerpt uh, well i can oh my keep God. reading the whole okay book. Cut, cut the sexy music that was okay. all you get from that excerpt here no well, here i've got i i have i have some excerpts here okay. um so what first of all i want to decompress this scene what what inspired this casey me spanking you <laughs> hang on what inspired which bit uh, well, the the hard bits there. The, no, the, like what what the bratty you, sub wanting to be spanked. Excuse you. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. By the way, bratty sub. 
just wait till you hear the nicknames I have for you. Br- bratty Daddy, Grumpy Daddy. Bratty Daddy. <laughs> that actually has a ring to it. <laughs> yes. So, Casey, what inspired that? Um, I actually watched a few spanking videos. Mm. Oh, okay. Was I yeah. was I the spanker? Uh, yes, you were in one of them. Mm. <laughs> so you you yeah. you use like real real content that people make to kind of inspire the, the maybe not oh, yeah. the, the dialogue but like the the action the 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 emotion yeah. the oh gosh yeah the pieces. I mean, I actually watched um, somebody who was delivering a spanking. It was obviously for punishment, and mm. that is what the first spanking scene is. The second one is not. Oh, I see. The second, the second one is what you were reading. So he started to like his punishment. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Tracks. Okay. Uh, well, that does tracks. it? Does it? Yeah. Okay. So um, I have got another excerpt here. All right. Um, and this, oh, one's, this one is about uh, Jordan's first visit to an adult store. So I'm especially... I'm especially excited for this because you've never been to an adult I've store. I've never, before. I've never so worked this, at an this adult is store very for many, 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 many yes. years. Uh-huh. Okay, cue, cue the sexy music. I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll put it in post. I'll put it. In, no, I definitely That's don't need you singing the sexy music while I. Stuart. That's that's me saying your name in the book. Yeah, I got that Stuart. <laughs> a moment later, Stuart was there. Jordan held up the box. What would somebody want a cock lock for? Oh, oh. Ooh. It was black and shiny, clearly made to fit over a limp dick and possibly the balls too. Mm. I didn't know there was chastity in this book. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Stuart leaned in, lowering his voice. It's a chastity device for fitting on naughty little I don't sub. sound anything yeah, excuse like me, that. Excuse me, I'm reading. I I'm reading. I'm like reading. That. Hey, at least I'm giving some voices, okay? <laughs> I'm just giving some, some voices here, okay? It's a chastity device. See, you sound just like that. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a chastity device for fitting on naughty little subs who can't leave their cocks alone. Yeah. Or for doms who don't want their subs to come. Hmm. Accurate. Ah. <gasps> That's barbaric. <laughs> Stuart took it from him, turning it over in his hands. Hmm. Maybe I should get one of these for us. Oh, we're in us, though. Apparently. We're the, and at this point in the book, at this point of the book, um, Jordan snatched it from him and rehung it on the rack. Don't you even think about it. Wait, that was oh, sorry. Rock, I, I said this. Don't you even think about it. He didn't miss the evil glint in Stuart's eyes. Don't, don't give me that evil glint. Oh, I give you that Jordan evil glint Jordan strolled all the time. along the aisle, stopping at a display of little silicone rings in varied colors. What are these? Cock rings. They're stretchy. You put them over your cock and balls. They give you a bigger, harder boner that lasts forever. You can get them in a metal one, too, and leather. Stuart pointed to a set. Our Patreons are watching me point to a set of cock rings. Jordan burst out laughing when he saw the leather band with its shiny little studs. It's like a little harness for your cock and balls. <laughs> he picked it up. I love oh, how your voice gets a little nelly. I should get, I, excuse you. <laughs> I should get this for you. Then our chest and dicks will match. He grinned. Our chest and dicks. I think that's a great idea. That is a great idea. Stuart grabbed a black silicone one. I'll stick with one of these. 
That, that's accurate, actually. That was very accurate. Jordan continued on his voyage of discovery. The most fascinating section were the toys that required power. These were vibrators, dildos, and all kinds of cunning little devices for insertion. One in particular caught his eye. A prostate rabbit? Stuart picked up the package and read the information. It has a remote, too. Was it a pet store or was no, it? No, 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 no. <laughs> How does that work? Well, you lube it up, you slide it in your hole. He, he tapped the clear plastic cover. These little ears here rest against your perineum. Oh, you know big perineum. words. Perineum, I know big Ooh. words. <laughs> Stuart is from America. He's well-read. He's read all of Casey Wells' books. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart then bit his lip. Do you know where that is? Daddy, do you know where the perineum is? It's down there, right? That is not descriptive <laughs> whatsoever, actually. It's between your taint and the asshole. Jordan rolled his eyes. Oh, I can't wait for this comeback. Firstly, I did study biology, okay? Yeah, this sounds like Secondly, you so much. <laughs> I'm not a six-year-old. Of course I know where that is. Oh, my God. Just checking. Stewart pointed the remote nestled in plastic. You work it in with this, changing the modes. He peered at the black, the back of the package. It has six vibration modes, five levels of intensity, and choice of constant pulse waves. I like the sound of this. He grinned. Hey, we have this toy. I know. I feel, I, like we have say, this toy. I feel like I'm working right now. <laughs> Imagine sitting down to breakfast with your parents with this in your ass. Ooh. And I have the remote. They'd spend the whole time wondering where that buzzing was coming from, and you'd spend the whole meal trying not to come. <laughs> Jordan's mouth fell open. You wouldn't. Yes, I would. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. See, uh, Casey. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. It was a, it was a theatrical read. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Casey, I don't even think you needed to change the names on this. We could have just said <laughs> Prince Amp. No, 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 no. And Weston. Oh, no. No, this is very accurate. I, I'm really, I'm loving this character characterization of me. Um, the, the first book, and so last year, uh, she wrote a book called uh, Pride and Protection, and I'm also on it. I kind of came off as a very flamboyant gay bear in it. <laughs> so, accurate. Very accurate. Uh, no. Very accurate. Very accurate. So I'm liking the Dom, Daddy, well, Bodyguard yeah. character better. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> like when he ties Jordan up then. <sighs> yes. Well, we could do we could do one more. In fact, the the very last one here mm -hmm. uh, is about buying rope from the adult store, Daddy. If oh. you wanna, if you wanna do that, sure. You okay. Want me to read it. Uh, sure, 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 sure. Okay, we gotta get the we gotta get the the music ready though. Okay. Okay. Okay, Daddy, go. I don't hear music. It's there. Trust okay. me. Okay. Um. So this is Stuart bought rope from the adult store. Yes. Okay, this is definitely not a tame scene. Oh. Oh. So this is a viewer alert. That trigger if warning. You, trigger warning. Yeah. You might have to plug your ears when I say naughty words a lot. Are we allowed to say naughty words? Yeah, here? this is a podcast. Okay. okay. Jordan shivered. His gaze locked on the lengths of red rope Stuart had looped and tied around his wrists and <gasps> ankles before tying the other ends to the bedpost. Oh, ah. His arms were out to the sides. Stop making those noises or I'll get the ball gag, boy. Oh. His arms were out to the sides and his legs were spread wide. Not my legs. With enough gift to stop it. I can't, I can't laugh and be a dom top. 
<laughs> with enough give to allow him to bend his knees but not bring them together. I can't get them together. <laughs> a couple of pillows under his hips raised his ass off the bread. That's exactly what I do. This is like, you're like in my head. But what... But what set his heart thumping was Stuart, kneeling between his spread thighs, his harness stop it. His harness snug across his chest and his dick like a rod of steel, dark and flushed. A silicone cock ring stretched around his base, encompassing his balls. Then Stuart spoke, and Jordan knew for the first time what it meant to be truly on fire. You want this cock? Stuart moves slick fingers up and down his shaft. Wait, you want this cock? said Stuart and moved slick fingers up and down his shaft. His gaze focused on Jordan. Jordan nodded, unable to form words. Oh, that would be... that the, Right there, that's my fantasy. <laughs> unable to form words. <laughs> his mouth dry, heat crawling over his skin, his own dick hard and wanting. He, he caught his breath as Stuart wrapped his hands around their shafts, sliding them together, both glistening with lube. I can't hear you. Stuart moved his hand a little faster. Uh Yes, I want it, Jordan blurted out. Stuart's eyes glittered. Beg for it. Oh, dear God in heaven, please, sir, I want your cock. His voice cravered. I love this. (laughs) Show me how much you want it. Let me see it in your eyes. Jordan stared at him. Sir, I want you inside me. Beg me to fuck you deep and hard. Stuart's gruff voice rumbled, sending shudders through him. Oh, God, use me, Jordan pleaded. Stuart rubbed a slick thumb over Jordan's pucker, and Jordan whimpered, unable to hold in the sound. Then he arched his back as Stuart slowly pressed it into his body, sliding it in and out, taking his time. Oh, yes, I want you. I need you, sir. Stuart had spent close to an hour rimming him before the ropes had appeared, and Jordan wasn't sure how much more he could take. Stuart let go of their shafts and leaned over, his weight on his hands as he stared into Jordan's eyes. He bent lower until his lips were almost touching Jordan's. Kiss me. Then he slipped his hand under Jordan's head, cradling it at sorry, cradling it as he fused their mouths in a searing kiss. Jordan tugged at his restraints, his figure, fingers aching to touch, to stroke, to caress. Then Stuart straightened reaching for a condom, and Jordan expelled a long breath. (sighs) Finally, Stuart swiped a slick hand over his stony cock and then guided it into Jordan's hole. He grabbed a hold of the ropes around Jordan's thighs and pushed. It was never going to be a gentle fuck, and Jordan knew it. Stuart's grunts as he drove his dick home, the slap of the flesh against flesh as he slammed into Jordan, the smacks to Jordan's ass that punctuated his thrusts. The head of Stuart's cock found his prostate with unerring accuracy, and it wasn't long before Jordan's shivers multiplied, and he sobbed as he came without a touch to his dick. Oh my God, I love that. It was over before he knew it, and he wanted to do it all over again. Stuart removed his restraints and held Jordan to him. Ooh, aftercare. Cradling him in his arms, pressing kiss after kiss to his lips, his cheeks and his forehead, with breathless words that held a touch of wonder as he told Stuart how wonderful he was, how he was Stuart's boy. Jordan yearned for that to be true with every beat of his heart. Isn't that so sweet? I love the aftercare after I brutally fucked him. Aww. That is quite good writing. Thank you. I love that. So if people want to find out what happens next, where, where can they find this book, Casey? Uh, I'm afraid it's only on... Well, actually, no. The 
the the ebooks only on Amazon. I then found um, the paperback on Barnes and Noble of all places. Oh, oh! Actually, so it's on Amazon and it's on Barnes and Noble. So, so that was a very spicy, hot scene. Um, but I'm curious: Do you ever have problems publishing things like yeah. that? Um, so, sometimes <sighs> um, Amazon decides to throw it into the erotica dungeon. Oh, so yeah. what does that mean? It means that they decide that um, they're going to put it in the erotica ca- category, whether or not you want it to. Okay. And does that ever so you, affect your that sales? Yeah, is it bad? Um, it affects one thing in particular. It affects Amazon ads. Oh, I see. Because they won't let you run them. Oh. So um, do you sell mostly hardbound books or digital uh, I think I, I sell a lot more digital than I do paperbacks, to be honest. Okay. And so when you get put in the dungeon, which is a bad thing in this case, uh, that 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 kind of restricts you? Or I know that we deal with a lot of censorship and demonization because sex is the devil. But when you're writing about actual sex, how much does that affect sales? I don't. I don't think um, it's more to do with the covers, I think, than what's actually in the book. Oh. But you have to be very very careful when you write the blurb mm. because you don't want they don't like daddy mm. alpha submissive kink really you don't put anything in the blurb because anything like that is a trigger and they will nothing fetish or kinky yeah okay you have to be so careful so did you I have mean, a harder time with this book than others with amazon and stuff I mean, algorithms I, hate us. So I know. Okay. So I like, this might have been a very bad call on your part to put no. us on the cover of the book because Amazon hates us. Or <laughs> Google uh, hates Amazon, us. Amazon does hate it because yeah. oh, no. um, I what, what I do when a book comes out uh-huh. is I go onto Amazon and I put ads in the US, the UK, Canada, Australia, Germany, um, so that readers get to see it on their Kindle. And they'll get to see it when they're looking on Amazon to buy to find books. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't do it with that one because Amazon said no. In every country I tried to do an ad, they said no. And is it just because we're on the cover? Um, hang on, I will. It I will probably, read you. The yeah, actual, please, please. What, what they said. Well, we're uh, we're, we're crazy about uh, uh, documenting censorship, so <laughs> please yeah. tell us how we've here done it go. again. <laughs> uh, here we go. Your ad uh, contains content content that is not allowed for advertising. Um, over overly overly sexualized content. This includes sexually suggestive poses, emulating a sexual position, or alluding to sexual activity, whether clothed or unclothed such as the parting of the legs or the accentuation of the hip, along with amorous or sexually passionate facial expressions. Oh, well, that's you, puppy. Puppy, you did yeah, it. That was it. That was it. My face got us demonetized. So, Goddamn. So, yeah, I, I, I'm comparing your two book covers for our Patreons right now. So you didn't have any problem with Pride and Protection because it's just two yep. faces, yeah. basically. Yeah. 
How much um, you want to bet? There's some lots of sensual, sexual, straight stuff out there, though, that gets put in oh. advertising just fine because it's seen as more. Yeah, that that sounds like a, an algorithm right there, just letting you know that yeah. the gay thing is not okay. <laughs> what about all the Harlequin romance novels with Fabio on the cover? Those were all very sexualized. I mean, that was like porn back in the 80s and 90s. Apparently, Amazon are, are clamping down on this, and it's not just um, my genre. It's um, straight romance as well. Really? Um, yeah. Interesting. I was I was told this that they are clamping down, and a lot of covers are they're being told no, you can't run ads on it. <sighs> so. Well, God forbid if people didn't talk about sex. What I mean, we 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 only got here because of sex. It and is it is crazy the censorship that's going on because mm -hmm. everyone talks about and wants sex in their life <laughs> but not surprised i mean honestly not surprising because it's just the way the way in which everything seems to be shutting down right now on sex is, is very consistent across the board like hearing hearing an amazon rejection like that sounds a lot like the rejection from like google when it comes to things that we dealt with and are yeah. still dealing with and it's it's disheartening and i'm so sorry for that but i'm also very excited about about your book and and the, the other books I'm sure that you have planned in the future like is there anything I know you mentioned the, the book earlier that, that you can't give us details to because it'd be a big spoiler but are you constantly writing a bunch of different things or is it kind of just one thing at a time oh, okay constantly writing I, I, I used to write one thing at a time but at the moment I've got I'm finishing a paranormal um, I'm writing the fourth book in a contemporary series mm. and I'm doing a super secret project that's linked to neither of those okay <laughs> so you have three books in, in ongoing yeah, right now basically. i i don't even know how you do that that's that's amazing mind-boggling to me i think it only works because they're all different yeah that makes yeah. sense different topics different outlets you can still be creative in different ways well casey um, not to cut this conversation short because I'm having a lovely time just getting some excerpts and, and uh, sneak peeks of the book and I can't wait to read the whole thing um, but I'd love if, if you could just give our give our readers like some pointers maybe if someone wants to get into writing or doing fiction whether it be erotic or not do you have any good pointers for people before you go? Uh, start Oh that's don't, a good one Don't think about it start Um I had an idea, and like I said, I tossed it around for a year before I actually got the nerve to do it. There is, there has been an explosion in my in my particular genre of people who read books and thought, do you know what, I can do that. And mm. uh, that's how most of them got into it because they read and read and read and thought, do you know what, I want to have a go, have a go. I love and that. then I would say. When you've written something, give it to somebody you trust. Somebody who's not going to say, oh, this is wonderful. You want someone who's going to look at it and say, this is great, but you know what you said here? What about here? Or who's, you don't want someone who's going to point out typos. That, that's great. But you want somebody who's going to say, okay, this works, this doesn't. Yeah, you're not looking you for a proofreader. You're looking no. for, yeah. You can for the, the the what I call like the least common Nuance. denominator that when when I'm editing something I'm trying to think from like that that bare minimum of what you expect someone might have before they read your stuff whether it's yeah. not having read anything gay like or reading all yeah. the gay like you want to try and find something that that adheres or speaks to 
the, the largest audience so that you can get that, yes. that retention, that audience. I, yeah. That's a, some great pointers. Daddy, do you have any other questions before we, we head out? Well, um, I don't, I don't have a question per se, but I know that you're going to send us some books over and you're going to autograph a few for us Ooh. for us to give away to our viewers and listeners. Sure. Um, so I can't wait to get those and read it for myself because now you've just turned me on. Thank you very much. Ooh, 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 ooh. Can, can I, can yeah. I tell you one thing before but, you go? Yeah. You see this cover? Mm-hmm. The cover came first. I know. So right? yeah, because you asked us to my, shoot this three months ago. Job, my hardest job was to write a book that matched that. Oh wow! Well, hopefully the cover is not the only thing coming. Because but... it was only three months ago you asked us to do this, and we did, and we sent you um, a whole thing, and then you sent me this one picture, and you're like, "Can Amp do this?" And I was like. I think so, but it doesn't showcase me very much, so I don't oh, know why Jesus. we would do oh, that. God. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> you so do know did. there's going to be a sequel, don't you? Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Does 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 Stuart get put in submissive instances oh, in the next one? I would love if there was some turnabout. The, the bratty puppy oh, become the top. Wait. The bratty princely. No, 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 no. Don't give her ideas. Don't give her ideas. Before we go, uh, I would love, ooh, if we're going to give away some copies, maybe like, ooh, if you're listening to this episode, Casey, what should they tweet? What, what should they tweet at out it, to like maybe like a special giveaway for anyone who's listening to the end of the podcast? Is is this like an Easter egg? Yeah, this is okay. an Easter egg. Okay. Um, and also, uh, what is your Twitter feed? Yeah. Oh, it's uh, K underscore C underscore Wells. Okay. Nice. We'll, we'll put that down underneath too. Well, uh, if if you if you want a chance to get one of the special signed copies that we will also sign sent to you, uh, tweet out this episode link and just say, "Ooh, ooh um, uh, ooh, t- tweet out Braddy Daddy, yeah, Braddy Daddy. Daddy, just Braddy <laughs> Daddy, and hashtag Braddy Daddy. You will be put in the secret uh, giveaway okay. for all of this, but." Beyond that, but Casey, it should be Braddy Puppy. No, no, Braddy Daddy. <laughs> you must type it out, so or you don't get a chance. We'll do one Twitter giveaway, and we'll do one on Twitch. Yeah. You know, okay. okay. Um, but Casey, before you go, beyond just your, your Twitter, uh, where can people find you? What are you doing beyond writing? What do you want to tell people before you get out of here? And a, where can they order the book? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, books on Amazon. Amazon and just do princely yeah. submission in Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the only title on there like that. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Nice. You can find me on there. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Facebook. So tell us um, what your name is on all of those things. Oh, good grief. Uh, <laughs> or we'll link it down below. We'll link, we'll it, link it down, down below. Yeah, people yeah, are yeah. listening <laughs> and they're trying to. <laughs> so who are you on yeah. Instagram? You don't remember. I missed that. Uh, what's your name on Instagram? Uh, case, k.c.wells. K.c.wells. Not Got daddy it. giving someone a hard time for not knowing their <laughs> handles on a platform. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mister, I have five of them over here. D- speaking of daddy, and where can people find you? You can find me at mrchristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K, or on Twitter, Christopher Weston. And you can find me everywhere at Pup Amp. That's just Pup Amp. 
You've been listening to What's Your Safe Word, but you can find What's the Safe Word on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. And Casey, thank you so much for being here today. We had such a nice time talking to you. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. See you soon in the flesh. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye. Also, go get Casey's book and then tweet us all your favorite excerpts or, or, or lines and definitely tweet it at uh, Braddy Daddy. Hashtag Braddy Daddy. Hashtag Braddy Daddy. <laughs>